Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today is Friday, March 1st, 2024. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz today. We're pre-recording today's episode and I cannot believe it is already March 1st. I'm so excited to be back with you guys on the first of the month and it's Friday and my guest is Mike Thompson. I love Mike and CK Thompson so very much. He's going to be sharing an incredible encounter he just had. He just had this encounter and he added it to his notes and said, I have to share this with you guys and share what the Lord is saying through this. He's also going to be talking about living a prophetic lifestyle, what that looks like. And Mike is a great teacher. So I'm going to try to pull out of him little tips and a little like, how, how do I become more prophetic? And he's, he's a wonderful teacher. So today's episode is going to be awesome. But before I bring on Mike, we're so excited about what God's doing through your generous giving to Elijah's dreams. Thank you for partnering with us to make an impact in people's daily lives around the world. You are making a difference. Many people do not have access to safe, clean water, which is why we have made it our mission to help change that. It takes time, prayer, and research to identify the right locations for new water wells. As we discover a village that could use clean water, we travel there to get to know the people. We cover a lot of ground and spend countless hours on our way to visit the unclean water sources and back again as we search for the ideal spot for the new well. The exciting part comes next. The surveyor confirms that the water is present and then the drilling team is mobilized. Water eventually springs forth. The community's happiness explodes. A realization that sets in and know that God has heard their cry for help. Following the completion of the well and the installation of the custom sign, a celebration praising and thanking God is held. Many come to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Destinies are being changed around the globe, one clean water well at a time. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Thank you again so much for your generosity. You are so very generous and you have changed so many lives through your giving and your continued giving. And we are thankful for each and every one of you partnering with us and changing lives. If you feel so led to give today, you can go online to elijahstreams.com slash donate, or you can mail in your check. Again, thank you so very much and God bless you guys. All right. My guest today is the founder of Mike Thompson Ministries. He also has meetings at Word of Life Prophet's House on Sundays in Las Vegas, along with his wife, CK. He is an author, a prophet, He has his very own podcast through Charisma Podcast Network called Third Heaven Authority. Please help me welcome my guest today, Mike Thompson. Mike, it is great to have you back on the show. I love every time you come on because you're such a good prophetic teacher and you always share, hey, this is 
what it's like to have a vision. And this is what it's really like to experience it and then walk through it. And what is God saying? What is God doing? And I know you have a fresh, very new, very fresh vision that you're going to share with us today. So I'm excited to hear all about it. Thank you, Kelsey. Wow. God bless each and every one of you that are watching, tuning in today. Um, I do have something that's very important that I want to share with you. Timely, powerful, excuse me, <clears throat> impacting. And uh, I, I'm just excited to be able to do that, Kelsey. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Yeah, well, we love having you on and and your wife too. We love CK too. I got to throw up a quick picture of you guys because sure. I've never got to host both of you before, but uh, <laughs> there you are. Is that somewhere in Vegas? Because that looks pretty elaborate. Yes, it is. Where's that at, <laughs> Brian? My son, Brian's here teching for maybe, me. Maybe the Bellagio, all those flowers. That Yeah, it is. It's, it is Bellagio. You're right. So pretty. And I one day she needs to come on with you so we can hear from her too. Hopefully soon. She will real soon. Awesome. All right, Mike, share with us your vision. And when did you have this? First of all, was this like yesterday or share all this about was it? Sunday morning? You know, I, okay. I, I got all of my talking points, everything ready for this interview to come on and just uh, talk about good things in God and prophetic things. And then Sunday morning, when I awakened, I, you know, got ready and I uh, was actually walking into my kitchen to get a cup of coffee. And suddenly I was just drawn into the spirit right in front of me was no longer the kitchen. It was just like a TV monitor. And the visually in this vision, I saw what CK and I had witnessed the night before. The night before, we actually were watching the South Carolina uh, primaries. And of mm -hmm. course, the victory speech from uh, President Trump for winning that primary in that state. And I saw a clip of that. It just suddenly appeared right in front of me. Mm -hmm. And I could see President Trump. I could see all of the other politicians, supporters, and stuff that were around him. And there was no sound though, but mm. superimposed over that was a large lion's face, the head of a lion. I knew it was Jesus, the mm. lion of the tribe of Judah. Wow. And he opened his mouth and he roared with this thundering roar. It was just deafening. It was so strong and powerful, a wow. great roar. And at that moment, I felt surprised, overwhelmed because of the anointing of it. And in my mind, just a million miles an hour, you know, so to speak, I'm, what is this connected with Trump? And these are politicians and here the lion roared. All this stuff is going on. You know, that's just just the way the prophetic works. And we experience these things. And then that for about five seconds, mm -hmm. uh, that lasted. And then the scene slightly changed. And then in front of my eyes in the vision, mm -hmm. every one of the faces of those people that were on that stage with uh, President Trump just began to flash individually, just right before mm -hmm. my eyes, one after the other, after the other, after the other. And then the Lord spoke to me and he said, do not call unclean those whom I have chosen to use. And at that moment, that powerful, surprised, overwhelmed feeling 
kind of switched a little bit to mm -hmm. repentant. I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. There were two or three people on that platform out of about 20 of them that were there. I wasn't real happy with <laughs> instantly. The Lord took mm -hmm. that away. Wow. And he said, at this point, don't judge. This was for me. And at that moment, see, that's the vision that happened. It lasted about 10, maybe 15 seconds. Uh, then it ended. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, and the Lord, you're kind of in this place, at least I do, where that has gone away, but I'm still in the spirit. I'm kind of in both places and I'm talking to the Lord and he's talking to me. And I just basically ask it, what does this mean? Yeah. What does this mean? And so he spoke to me and it became very aware. We are now in the midst of governmental change. Mm. Listen, just political, natural government in America. But he said in the body of Christ to begin with, governmental change, there's an anointing, a release now. For governmental change in the body of Christ and governmental mm -hmm. change in the nation. When we talk about governmental change in the body of Christ, there's so many different things that are involved in that. Uh, you know, we talk about the government of God. We talk about church government on the face of the earth. We talk about so yep. many different things. But it became very, uh, I think, acutely, I became acutely aware that he was talking about the way, the structure of the mm -hmm. way that the church was doing thing and the and the way that the church, the body of Christ, looked at administration, leadership, and so forth. And I want to get real deep into that, but mm -hmm. basically what I felt is reformation. You know, reformation yeah. is changing the way that things are done in order to achieve God's desired end result. That's what he was saying. Because Good. a lot of times what happens is that, you know, I've been doing this for a little while, Kelsey, I have to admit, <laughs> uh, you know, CK and I, 47 years in full-time ministry. Wow. And in wow. that period of time, we've, we have witnessed, we have experienced so many different things. And sometimes what happens is in between uh, divine outpourings of the spirit of God and the fire that's flowing, the way things are happening, yep. uh, then it begins to diminish. And over the, technically, those that study church history, revivals, mm -hmm. uh, that within 20 to 40 years after a major outpouring, it's begin to dwindle because those mm -hmm. that are taking over don't mm -hmm. have the original fire. And mm -hmm. so when they're taking over, they're trying to deal with all of the situations, the problems that may result, or just trying to, in, in some way, by their own natural abilities, to have some of the fire, but it turns more to organizational. And at that particular point, then uh, it gets to where there, there can be a diminished effect and God's mm -hmm. got to stir it back up. And so we have reformation, we have revival, we have things that are hitting. And I just know that at that moment, when I saw that vision, Jesus was saying to me, it's being released. It's being mm, released now in the body mm. of Christ because we're going to crank up mm. the effectiveness, the anointing, the power, the glory, the yes. work, the outpouring of the mm. Spirit of God on planet Earth. It's happening now. And along with that, then there is political or governmental shift. 
mm-hmm. in the natural realm. Right. It's almost like a result happens first spiritual and then it happens in the natural, right? Oh, yeah, De- mm-hmm. definitely. It always occurs in the spiritual realm before the natural realm, mm-hmm. um, because that's, you know, whether it's on the dark side or on God's side. Yeah, it's a spiritual thing that begins to manifest in the natural. So uh, I really felt the power. Now, here's a few things that I I think are important about that. I teach people all the time that when you hear a word from the Lord, when there's a revelation, a vision, a dream, an angelic encounter, any supernatural encounter at all that -hmm. you have with the Lord, and which should be natural occurrences for believers, that's the way God created us. We all have the ability, not just guys like me, um, but every believer has the main and the plane. It has the floodline, the baseline of operating in the supernatural prophetic. And then there's add-ons according to what our gifting, our ministries and so forth are. But here's the thing. I teach people that you don't just deal with the facts. Sometimes the facts can be misleading all by themselves. Mm -hmm. God created us as a being that also has feelings. You know, we have different perceptions. And so use all of those perceptions. So here's some of the things that my perceptions while this was going on. Number one, I felt and I knew, Kelsey, it was an announcement, a mm-hmm. proclamation, a call to arms, a release. Anybody that's followed me and seen me before knows that that's one of my favorite words, release. Yep. Uh, because and it's powerful the, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Those things in the spiritual realm must be released into the natural realm. And so that's something that just decades ago, the Lord started dealing with me when I pray for people. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, you know, where somebody would say, amen, or any of that. For me, it's like, be healed, release. Wow. Because when that happens, the anointing of God breaks through the atmosphere and it transfers Mm -hmm. into the earth. I witnessed that. I felt that in the vision. It was being released at that particular point. A great proclamation. The second one is I felt movement. Because what happened as in the vision, in that clip, as it were, as President Trump was standing there, the lions appeared, the lion's head, and it went forward. There was a movement that the sound of its roar came out. There was movement. It was upwards. It was outwards. It was forward. Mm, Wow. And so that really tells us that that release, that announcement at this moment has supernatural movement to it. And it's going to increase and grow more and more powerful as it continues. The next thing is I felt strength. Strength is the best word that I can use right now, but in my, because of what I experienced, Mm -hmm. but it's talking about power and authority. Power, dunamis, is the ability, the intrinsic inherent power of God, but authority releases it. I felt Mm -hmm. that power is the ability to act 
authority mm -hmm. is the right to act. It was all in that. It was coming upon the body of Christ. Wow. I could feel that coming into what I call the lion's army. The lion's yes. army are those of us warriors who are aligned with the lion of the tribe of Judah and following after him and his commands and bringing righteousness and victory and heaven into this earth, invading this earth for the purposes of God. So the next thing I felt was that there was an agreement, kind of mm -hmm. hard to describe, <laughs> but there was an agreement and a purpose and a focus among all that were involved. I felt this in the spirit and for mm -hmm. coming upon the body of Christ, coming forward, agreement. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, it's agreement among those who matter. Mm. And it caught me off guard for a minute, who matter. And then he said, there are those that don't matter. Mm. He said, opposers don't matter. The, wow. You don't have to have everybody in agreement. Mm -hmm. Those who are in agreement are more than enough to take the land. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The next thing I felt was this pulling force. It was an, an attraction. It was because of the movement. It was like a swift raging river mm. that wow. just pulls in anybody who gets close enough to it to get mm -hmm. caught. And I could feel that as so many believers, more and more believers were going to be pulled into this, this great yeah. move of God. And then also Amen. those that are without so many people being born again and brought in great movement in all areas. Yes. And then I felt this jubilant, this praising atmosphere that was all around. And uh, it was just like praise filling the land. Mm. And just a few days before that, the Lord had actually maybe about two weeks, the Lord spoke to me and he said, there's coming upon the land a praise. The praise will fill the land. And that praise is going to change everything. And so in, in the context of all of this, there were five areas that I could tell praise was going to come forth from. Number one is the army. As we go mm -hmm. forth, man, it's shouting praise in the land. It's praising the Lord God. It's thanking him Amen. for all that he is. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Worshiping warriors. Yes. Those who Amen. are not afraid to yield their heart, their emotions, their passions, their lives, everything in worship and obedience to the King of Kings, Amen. And the power of that. Number two, praise was beginning to rise from those who were being delivered, Kelsey. Mm. People were being changed, their lives. Yes. I felt all of this being changed and they praising the Lord. They were cursing him just a few moments before. Now they're praising the Lord and it's rising, mm. the praise of Jesus. Wow. Amen. Number three, the angels, the hosts of heaven, praising him. And then number four, nature itself. Remember Paul in the eighth chapter of Romans talking about that, how that nature is even waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The effect that the lion's army is having in the earth, the effect 
that God is accomplishing through his body now is causing nature. I could, nature was beginning to praise. It was more than just the trees clapping their hands and, you know, and the rocks <laughs> crying out. It was yep. all of nature praising and responding mm. to what God was doing through his church. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Wow. And then the last one, number five, praise from the great cloud of witnesses. Those that have gone on before and are looking down, those that watch us, that know what's going on down here because of the communication structure of heaven, and what they see, the angels tell them, all of those kinds of things, and wow. how they're cheering us on. Holy holy praise. And so that was the vision. Wow, my. Isn't that remarkable? Yes, it's amazing. And some people watching who've never experienced a vision would say things like if you know it lasted five seconds how did you get all of this and how <laughs> you know this is why i love having you on mike because i can ask these questions to you and you can break it down so beautifully and explain how uh supernatural encounters work because you've had many of them and you've walked with god 45 plus years and you know so when you have an open vision, first of all, you said it was like a TV screen. So does the whole room just go black or is it superimposed on top of the room? How does an open vision look to you? Well, a multitude of ways. Uh, all of those kind of things do happen. Sometimes I'm right in it. Mm hmm. Sometimes it's like a screen played out in front of me, and that's what was happening there. I think the symbolism on this time being that is because I we had watched on television mm -hmm. that you know video from the night yep. before his acceptance speech, and so the Lord took and and made that as a video clip, like on a screen in front of me. Uh, other times it's happening on the inside, and mm -hmm. how do you explain these things? But on the inside, you get, it's not just visual, it's audible. There's mm -hmm. feelings. There's ways that we are touched. There's still small voices on the inside. There's so many different ways. But when these kind of visions come, it's what I call a full vision. Mm. Because a lot of times I can be looking, I can be standing in front of a congregation and mm -hmm. there could be 100, 200, 300 people, whatever, out there. And I could uh -huh. be preaching. And I can see superimposed over some someone. Like they're just sitting there. And mm -hmm. then superimposed over them, I see this brightness maybe coming into the area of their chest. Wow. And then I'll hear spiritually mm -hmm. um, heart condition, for instance. Yeah. Yep. And I'll know. And I may stop in the middle of my sermon and I might say, the Lord is healing you of a heart condition right now. Mm. Uh, and then they go, yes, I just got back from the doctor, you know, three days ago. And yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so the most important thing for people to to hear and to understand is that. God uses us all individually according to our makeup 
according to the way that we can hear. And then he develops it by practice as we go along with him. Sometimes it's not a full vision. Sometimes it's just a mini thing that kind of like a daydream. Yes. Explain that a little bit more because I think every single person listening right now has experienced that very thing. And you know what? A lot of times Mike happens is you have this snippet and then you kind of come back and you're like, what was I just thinking about? Like you don't retain it. Does that make sense? Have you ever had that where you're driving and you know, maybe you're at a red light and you know, you just saw something and thought about something, but it was so quick that like you, you can't retain and say, oh, this is what I saw or this is what, and it's like this quick flash of something. And if you're not paying attention to it, it can just mm -hmm. slip right out of your mind. Has, have any of you guys totally. ever had that when you're driving? Let me know in the comments because I'm curious because I, I have stuff like that all the time, Mike. And I'm like, I know that the Lord just showed me something and I was, you know, maybe kind of zoning out. Is that what they, you know, they'll say, but sure. I know it was from God. And then it just happened so quick that I couldn't retain fully what it was. Right. You know, all of us have those kind of things. I agree with you. And I think that at first we ignore them because we think it's just us, you know, mm -hmm. is that you, Lord, is that me or is that the devil? You're trying to just right. figure out, right. you know, the learning process. Mm -hmm. And so we don't lock into the fact that maybe the Holy Spirit is showing us something. You know, the Holy Spirit operates by imagery and that's the way that our minds think. Uh, yes. We don't think words like dog or couch or car or red mm -hmm. light. Mm -hmm. uh, we see images because it's associated. Those words are associated with those images. Right. But that's the way that we think. And so the Holy Spirit also thinks that way. And when he's on the inside of us showing stuff, he can actually show it. Um, let's see if I can explain this very well. First of all, in the mind, it's kind of like a daydream. Mm -hmm. Now, our minds have the ability of what's called dissociation. Mm -hmm. And it can multitask, in other words. And you could be driving and your mind is looking at the road and thinking about things, but you're also thinking about something else, you know, what you're going to make for dinner. Or yep. the Holy Spirit begins to paint an image inside <laughs> of your mind no, at the same so time. Yeah. yeah. And and so it's just learning how to focus in on, tap into and catch what it is that the spirit is saying. Now, there are other times where it's a little bit bigger than just the mind. Mm -hmm. For me, it feels like it's inside. Like you're fully immersed in this vision. Yes, but or the vision is immersed in me. Okay. Now, this is the middle ground okay. There's where you catch the snippets where your mind is kind of like mm -hmm. daydreaming, but it's mm -hmm. entirely um, directed by the Holy Spirit, visions painted by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, then the second realm up is or level is where it's in me. I feel I don't just see it, hear it. Mm -hmm. stuff. I feel it in me. It's not out mm -hmm. here. It's in me. I see it in me, but I also feel it in me. I hear it in me. I'm experiencing with all of my being in this thing. Yes. So then it goes like go if ahead. the Ryan, if the if you were like you're having that inner 
and let's say a lion were to roar in that, it would, your body, it would reverberate. You would, you would feel that within you. Yes. Okay. That's it. That's it. And then it goes to the external part where, uh, like I said, Mm-hmm. You can be immersed. You can see it's happening around you. Wow. Or it can be a screen. Uh, it could be a lot of times when I'm taken into the spirit mm-hmm. is that uh, I immediately, it, things kind of go dark at first, just for a second, because I go into the spiritual realm and the stuff around me just kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. And I see the images, the things all of a sudden start coming in. Yeah. And, and there are times when I get, and and I can see that. Then I go into the next level at times where mm-hmm. I'm actually involved in it. I'm in there. I'm moving. Wow. I'm participating with the vision. Uh, how do you Kind of like a dream? It, yes. Okay. So, because I know like when you dream, you're really, you're there, you know, you sometimes you wake up and you have to pinch yourself and go, I was actually there. I was there, you know, like that type of thing. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I remember, well, actually, you know, in my book, which over my left shoulder there, and I know that you'll, oh, thank you very much for showing that picture. (laughs) We got you, Mike. That's it. Third heaven authority. Discovering how to pray from heaven's perspective down rather than dealing with everything from earth's perspective up, you know? And mm-hmm. one of the things I describe in one of the chapters on authority is that there is a level of authority release where you're, you pray from that position. Right. See, a lot of times we pray and then we hope we see something or God reveals, shows us. Sometimes mm-hmm. we have an experience, an encounter, and then afterwards we pray about it. One of the yes. most powerful things that I try to teach people to do is to actually pray, move, re-release, decree, whatever's necessary while you're there from mm-hmm. that position. Okay. And you can at times, not every time, but at times you can. And then when you come back, because what happens is when you're in the encounter, there's a glory that's released to you. Mm. That glory is a manifestation of God's presence that's imparting something into your life. Wow. So therefore, that impartation becomes in some way an assignment, but it carries the anointing within it. And so the anointing can be released into different situations as you pray. And particularly if you can do it in the midst of it. For instance, I was, I had a, a vision. We haven't talked about trances yet. Uh, and we can't we'll talk there. about everything. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes a trance is when you're praying and then all of a sudden you just stop. You just go into a trance. You're not aware of the physical things that are happening around you necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's like you just pulled in. And and that happened to me one time, many times, but this one occurrence, 
is I was laying on the couch praying. Suddenly I went into a trance. Mm. I was lifted up in the spirit. And in this vision, it was kind of dark all around. And I saw a coiled snake. It was venomous. Mm. That was right in front of me. Mm. Now I'd been praying for a child before that. This child was uh, very encourageable. It was, he was uncontrollable. He was about eight years of age mm -hmm. and the parents couldn't do anything with him. He'd crawl out of his window at night and run around the neighborhood and cause problems. He had uh, one occasion, he'd take a baseball bat after a teacher, uh, these wow. kind of things. And I was praying for that child. Suddenly I'm in this vision mm -hmm. and I just know it's related. Mm -hmm. uh, a sword appeared in my right hand and I heard a voice say, cut the head off of the snake. Mm. So I cut the head off of the snake. And I was still in a trance, uh -huh. but I cut the head off of the snake. And then the vision ended. And so I called the parents and I said, I just mm -hmm. had a vision connected with your son. So come early next Sunday and bring the child. We want to lay hands on him. See, I received what I'm going after here. I received an impartation there. I, I acted and I released it right there on the spot. I said, in Jesus' name, when I cut the head off of that snake, and I broke mm -hmm. its power in the encounter. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it has to be released and walked out. So I told him, you come on Sunday early. I'm going to pray for him and release this into mm -hmm. the natural realm. And so they brought him. We laid hands on him and prayed for him. Uh, of interest, that was the last Sunday that CK and I were actually going to be in that uh, church and as pastors. And then we were moving to another area, another church. So I called back and mm -hmm. talked to the people and they said, because I never saw the child again. They said the boy was instantly delivered. Wow. That Praise he God. was the sweetest, the most wonderful kid that you could ever meet. Oh, Everybody wow. loved him when, you know, before they were running <laughs> right, for the hills. Right. Kind of. That's amazing. So, wow. You know, one time, and I think this is a teaching for oh, me. absolutely. So let me just say, uh, and both of these are actually in my book, these stories. But I was in my kitchen and I was praying for partners praying mm -hmm. for all the people at prayer requests that had come in and just interceding and praying. And suddenly I was pulled into the spirit. In the spirit, I saw these demons approaching me, running toward me. And I knew they represented the things I was praying for all of these partners and loved ones about. Mm. And uh, similarly, a sword appeared in my right hand. Mm. And as the first demon came up, I heard myself say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke and I take authority over you. And I swung the sword at the demon and mm -hmm. I would say cancer uh -huh. because that was one of them I was praying about. The next uh -huh. one was poverty. The next one was mm. diabetes. The next one. And I was going through all of this. Now, what's funny about it? It was so real. I literally, if you'd looked in the window, if you'd have been standing in my yard, looking in the window, mm -hmm. you would have seen me 
walking around that dining room with my hands swinging and yelling at these yeah. demons. I and believe that. you. <laughs> so it, there's so much that goes on. And that's the first time then at that particular point, let me finish your story by saying this. Um, I felt a presence behind me. Mm -hmm. And that presence was directing me in the warfare. I knew it was an angel. I knew it mm -hmm. was from God. And he was strengthening me. He was giving me guidance. He didn't say anything, but I could feel the direction on yeah. what to do with this next demon and so forth. Um, when it was all over and I just dropped my sword to my side, then this angel walked around and stood beside me with mm -hmm. his sword hanging down. And then I heard the loud authoritative voice of the Lord say, Mike and Michael, Michael, an unbeatable team. And at that moment, I just completely undid and collapsed on the floor and cried and i only know one angel named michael at mm -hmm. least in scripture or anything else yeah and that's the first time the lord introduced mm -hmm. me then to michael the war angel mm -hmm. i've had about six seven encounters over the years and that's all you know yeah but every time that he appeared to me, it was about spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. And in some way, it was connected with Israel. Because, um, you know, he is the prince of Israel, both spiritual and natural. Um, mm -hmm. These things are real. And, and the Lord reminded me of, you know, in Scripture, like the prophets, uh, for instance, in Ezekiel, you also find uh, John the Revelator in the book of Revelations, that in encounters they had with God, sometimes they would just fall down mm -hmm. or they would throw themselves down. Mm -hmm. And in every single one of them, the Scripture says that the Spirit entered them and stood them up. Yes. Spirit of God. Or... God sp spoke to them and said, stand on your feet. Mm -hmm. So humility is okay, but God always puts us on our feet in authority within the revelation. Yeah, that's And so, so he just spoke to me. He stood me on my feet right there in my dining room. Mm -hmm. And he said, Mike, he said, you have always been a warrior. But over the years and the decades, many things have come against you to try to steal that and diminish your ability to conduct warfare. I thought I was doing pretty good. But <laughs> he recognized things that had been affecting me, okay? Mm -hmm. And then he said this, be the warrior. And wow, that just, boom. Wow. I bet. I bet that resonated all through you because the voice of the Lord is so, it's like many waters, right? Totally. Totally. So these things, Kelsey, I love to talk with you about them. You just kind of draw them out. And, I love uh, to hear all of them because they're so, it's such teaching moments and it, 
how do you explain things? Um, if you haven't experienced something, it's so hard to explain to someone who's never had a vision or hasn't experienced these things, you know, mm -hmm. to say, I saw this and I felt this and I heard this and the Lord meant this. And it's like this, all this information, but you tell them then the vision lasted five seconds. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. And they're like, well, then how did you get all of what you shared with us out of that little snippet? And all you can say is it's spiritual. It's not natural. This is, you know, this is the Lord giving this to my spirit. And, you know, the spirit of God searches the deep things of God. And I know in your notes, you talk about even imprints that the Lord has given you from the future. So now that we're kind of in this, um, you know, how we receive from God, let's talk about a little bit. Um, prophetic believers operate by memory imprints of the future. Yes, we'll do that. By the way, before we do that, let me give me just one minute to explain one of the points that I made uh, on my talking points. Prophetic believers make good warriors. And then let's segue into that because in 1 Timothy 1.18, Paul said to Timothy, this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. Yep. By prophecies. Now we understand that the word of God is our grid. Mm -hmm. That's the authority. That is, is the prophetic aspect of the word of God. Bible prophecy, all those kind of things. But these were outside of that realm. Remember the apostle Paul in the New Testament is the individual who had the most supernatural encounters. I mean, everywhere he saw angels, uh, he heard from the Holy Spirit, you know, and he was getting ready to go up through Asia Minor and to preach. And he wanted to go north and the angel, uh, it says the spirit stopped him. So he tried to go east and the spirit stopped him. And so there's no place else to go but west. He got mm -hmm. over there and then he goes to sleep and there's a dream uh, from, you know, the Macedonian man come and preach to us. And, and the list goes on and on and on. Yes. Plus his initial encounter with the Lord, all these supernatural. Now he's the one who's saying, Timothy, you've received supernatural encounters, prophecies, mm -hmm. spiritual knowledge, things that have come to you that are outside of what we would call Bible study and interpretation. Mm -hmm. They're within the confines of it because they fit scripture. Right. But they're supernatural encounters and revelations. And so I just want people to understand that if Paul tells Timothy, by them, he can wage a good warfare, so can we. Remember every prophecy. Remember every dream that God has ever given you. Every encounter. Because they become impetus. They become weapons. They become ammunition against the enemy to wage the good warfare in driving you into your destiny and the personal direction from the Lord. Now, within that, yeah. you're talking about how that um, 
these memory imprints, it's very fascinating. But just for a second, think about the way that the mind works. And then we want to go into the spirit. Mm -hmm. The way that the human brain works, we talked about imagery before. Mm -hmm. When you experience something if you uh, that's very pleasant or that is traumatic, mm -hmm. all memories imprint into the brain. They do it, you know, the way that the brain functions. It's an electrochemical process, et cetera. But what's imprinted is the visual part of it, what you saw, the audible part of it, what you heard, mm -hmm. the uh, olfactory, maybe what you smelled. What are the feelings and emotions that you had at the time that it was going on? They all become yes. part of the imprint. So later, years later, when you recall that memory, mm -hmm. then you feel the power and effect of that memory, whether it was very pleasant and man, you just go, oh, that was such a good time. Mm -hmm. Or whether it was traumatic and very difficult to face, whatever it was, mm -hmm. the power of it. Now, in the spiritual realm, it's very similar. One of the things about the Lord showing us things to come. Remember, he said the spirit will show you things to come. Yeah. Is that when he shows you your future in advance, when you have an encounter, you see these kind of things, just like the vision I was sharing with you, mm -hmm. when the lion roared. All of that comes not only to my brain, but to my spiritual mind and it imprints. Mm -hmm. So that when I think about that vision, something that hasn't happened yet, I'm having a memory of the future. What it does is it takes that future event and the power and the anointing and the revelation that's stored in it. Yeah, it's so good. Imprints. And now at this point, maybe one day or one year preceding it, I access the memory imprint of that vision, that encounter. It takes me fully into the revelation. And while I'm there, I have access to the anointing that's contained within it. And right now, I can release the anointing before it ever comes to pass. Yep. That's what we're so talking good. about. So good. And it's amazing because you do read about when Paul says, hey, take those prophecies spoken over you and wage warfare. So then you think, okay, well, what, how can I wage warfare with a prophetic word? Well, what is the devil going to come and try to do? He's going to come and try to steal and, and get you off the path of where God has for you. So I'm sure, you know, obviously with Timothy, Paul was like, hey, you're going to you're going to go through some hard things. And you better remember yeah. that you were uh, a church planner and that you are a pastor and that you're a leader. You better remember that, you know, what God said about you, you know, because yeah. if not, you're going to be so discouraged with all that you're about to walk through with all the, the church and everything, you know, with all mm -hmm. the leaders and elders and appointing people to leadership and all that. You'll never make it. So I think for all of us too, there's each, every single person, if you are born again, 
and you are saved. You have had an encounter with the Lord because you're saved. You came to the Lord. You dropped down and you surrendered to Jesus. That in itself is such an encounter with God. Think about that. You're living for the world. You don't care. You only care about yourself. You don't care about the cross or anything. That you would turn your life over to Jesus and understand, hey, he died for me. He gave his life for me. I, I don't have to live in this sin. He He takes my sin upon himself. Yeah. That in itself is such a transformative part in your life of if even if you look back, Look back at before you were saved, before you came to the cross. Look at what Jesus has done for you. That is such mm -hmm. an encounter right there. Maybe you haven't had an open vision or anything like that. But just, I think, remembering Mike, even I do this a lot. I always thank the Lord. And a lot of songs I listen to will talk about, you know, where, how, where he's brought me to. Look at where he's sure. brought me. And whenever I hear lyrics like that, I immediately, Mike, I get... I'm just turn my heart back to Jesus. And I just could cry anytime I hear that because Jesus has saved me from who I was. And he saved me from the sin and the wickedness and the evil and the things I was doing and saying and participating. And he saved me from that. And he made yeah. me a good mom and a good wife and a good daughter. And he only he could do that. And through his spirit and just that alone, remembering even that to me brings it, for the future. It reminds me, look at looking to the past and saying, look at what he's done for me. It does help me with my future because I'm always looking back to thank him and remembering who I was. So even that right. can be an imprint too. Oh, totally. Testimonies are so important for us and for others that are around us because uh, what's interesting is that I'm talking about in the spiritual realm, the way that some of these things function and work. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to help people out a little bit. And uh, revelation and anointings of revelation can be reaccessed. When you share a testimony, just like you yeah. just did, what happens is the spirit of God is using that. You're going back into the imprint mm -hmm. and because it's already come to pass. Mm -hmm. And you're accessing and releasing the power, the anointing of that, and it becomes an invitation to those that are around you. That's they so can cool. come in because these things about, and I love the way that you explained it, because sometimes I just, I go over people's heads. I admit it. Okay. I've been told that my whole ministry. Sometimes your preaching just goes over it. You got to make it simpler. Well, I have you to make it simpler. <laughs> I'm dumbing it down. <laughs> no, no, not dumbing it down. But, no, but it's uh, good. It's more practical. There you go. Thank you. Revelation is not just an idea or a cerebral process. Mm -hmm. It's by the Spirit of God. And I'll say this. Okay. I'm wrestling with the Lord whether I should get into it, but I'll make it quick. I had an encounter one time where the Lord took me to heaven. Mm. And he showed me this large building. It was a round building. He called it the Revelation Building. 
Uh, I don't know that there's a revelation building there. It's just the way that he showed to me so that yeah. I could understand. Mm -hmm. And so he took me in through the first door. And it, it was a big round building, kind of like you could think of the Pentagon. He took me through the first door, entrance door, into the first room. And he said, this is a salvation room. He said, when you enter into Revelation, Revelation is more than just a concept or anything like that. Uh, it actually is a place that you can be in. And he said, once you're in it, you have to take ownership mm -hmm. and you have to occupy it. That's where faith and authority comes in. So when you get born again, you come into the room, you occupy it. Mm -hmm. And then on the other end of the room, he opened the door and I, there was a circular hall. There was a hall that went across the building, other, but a lot of rooms, a lot of different doors that were down the hall. And he, he said, that door is the baptism in the Holy Spirit door. That door is the healing door. That door is the victory over sin door. That door is the love door. That, it, in other words, what he was saying to me is that spiritual revelation takes us into an area mm -hmm. that we have to take ownership of. We accept it mm -hmm. and then we live in it and we yep. take authority in it. Now, here's the point. In order to do that, it means there has to be an anointing for that within the room because God in heaven, everything operates by anointings. So he shared with me and showed me that it becomes an invitation. You see, when mm. the Lord invites us to step into the salvation room and join yep. him. Yeah. So we do. Then mm -hmm. when we share that with other people, it gives them an invitation to come into the room with us. It's more than just an intellectual endeavor. It's they feel the draw and the anointing that we're in in the room then gives them the invitation to join. And so does that happens with healings. It happens with visions. I just shared the vision with a lion's roar. Mm -hmm. How many people will accept the invitation that are watching to enter into the revelation and receive the anointing of it so that it could be released through their lives? Yes. Praise God. Will you so, pray for everyone listening right now? Just that oh, they yeah. would, they would enter into that and they would have a, a visionary experience, whether it was like we talked about, whether it was just the first type or even open full, full immersion vision. Would you just pray for it. us, Mike? Absolutely. I would love to. Each and every one of you that are viewing this video at the time, I want you to just stop for a moment. Just realize that what we're talking about is God. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. We're talking about the communication structure of heaven, how that he created things for us to operate. And at this moment, you have access to all of it. You have to start where you're at. Some of you is the very beginning. Others, maybe you've been doing a lot of it for a long time, but the Lord wants to take you deeper. The prayer that I want to offer to you right now is the releasing of the understanding of the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Mm. And when the Spirit comes upon you, 
there's something going to be imparted. There's going to be a shift, a change, a paradigm flux, a, a work that's going to happen in the spiritual realm that's going to affect your mind, your body, your life. So just get ready to receive it. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, the first thing I do is I pray for every single person who has never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. At this moment, if they've never given their heart to you, I speak to them and I ask you, would you right now just say, Jesus, come into my heart, save me, forgive me of my sins, cleanse me. I want to go to heaven. I want to experience all of these things that Prophet Mike is talking about. Give it to me. I accept you as my Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. Now for all of you, I pray, Lord God, at this moment, that the anointing, the presence, the glory of God would come upon each and every person. And deep down within their heart, something will shift. There's an awakening. There's a feeling. There's a passion. There's a revelation, an understanding, an anointing that envelops them to draw them into walking in the Spirit of God the way that they were created to. You have to do it where you're at. Start with small beginnings, one step at a time, listening to the Spirit of God, checking that out, talking with others that are more experienced about it so that they can share and say, yeah, that was God. Whatever it is, but it's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to pray for the release. Okay. I'm going to pray for the release. So get ready. Cause it's going to hit you. I guarantee it. Start where you're at and let Jesus teach you as the spirit directs you. Supernatural visions, dreams, angelic encounters, still small voice of the Lord revelations, anointings, all of these things in your life now, in the name of Jesus Christ, release for you. God bless you and enjoy the journey. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Mike, for praying. So powerful. And I mean, we need to be reminded again, and I'm so thankful for you and the anointing on your life and how you teach because it's easy to hear this message and then not walk it out you know like oh i need to do that and then not walk it out so for you to come on and that's why i love interviewing you because i try to get into this with you every time that that we're on together hey teach mm -hmm. us a little bit more about the prophetic because i think when we hear it again and again we remember hey this is not some boring walk where I just, you know, I just don't do anything. I don't hear God. I don't, you know, experience yeah. the Bible. I just, you know, kind of, okay, I'm saved and I'm done. There's so much more um, to walking with God. And you remind us and you help us, you know, like even for me going back, go back to those times where I was having, I had a season where it was like, a you know how you'll have those times, Mike, where it's just like all vision, vision, dream, dream. It's like overwhelming, just all this stuff that the Lord's giving sure. you. 
Totally. And so when even when you talk about this, it reminds me of that season that was so yes. strong on my life. And it was before I started. It was like months before I started really any of this. And so I know why God was doing it now that I look back. Yeah. But it encourages me. And I think everyone else listening, hey, you've had encounters with the Lord. Don't forget them. Right. Don't don't just leave them behind. Like, oh, well, yeah, that happened. That's great. Right. No, there's so much more on that. And one time, Mike, um, I was reading the story about where Jesus fed the 5,000. And remember, they uh -huh. had 12 baskets left over. Um, and Jesus, the Bible says he didn't want anything wasted. And God spoke to me out of that and said, just like he wanted the disciples to get every last piece for themselves, mm -hmm. he didn't want anything wasted. He didn't want the bread wasted. It's the same for you. When you encounter me, and you see me move in your life, I'd, I want you to pick up every single piece of what you received and put it in a basket. Don't yes. waste it. Don't just leave it behind. And I was like, well, yeah, good. because you look back at your encounters and you're like, there's so much that I missed out of that. Or I haven't thought about that in a long time. And it just re-stirs like you were talking about your emotions right. and your feelings. You're right back there again. You share with others and someone calls you that week. You could share the exact story. It's like God moves through all of these things um, so powerfully yeah. in our lives. And I love that we're able to talk about it because this is what life is like as a believer. This is this is how life totally. should be. Oh, that's wonderful. You reaccess it. Mm -hmm. When you reaccess it, the revelation and the anointing reappear. Yes. So good. So Hallelujah. good. Well, Mike, thank you so much for sharing and teaching and praying for us. Um, we love you so very much. And I want to share a couple things before we end. Um, can we bring up his podcast first? Because you're still doing your podcast with Charisma Network. And yes. I think we're going to also have the link in the comments. Oh, there we go. In case... Any of you guys want to listen to that? There's a link for that. And then what else, Mike? You also have your book. Can we bring that up too? Uh, book, Where can we yes. buy that? Uh, just go online and uh, Amazon. Okay. You can get it at Amazon or go to my website um, and they'll redirect you to Amazon. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> also I might mention um, as far as social media, YouTube, Rumble, um, Instagram, they're all Mike Thompson Ministries. And you can find me from Las Vegas, Mike Thompson Ministries. And uh, we do the Sunday afternoon live stream, which is a full service. And then I do midweek prophets videos and other things that are, are on there. Yep, that's all on your YouTube, right? Yes. yes. YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. Okay, and Rumble. awesome. Yes, Rumble. Got to be on Rumble. I'm glad you're still on YouTube, Mike. Yes. Pretty hey, good. It's the mission field. It's the <laughs> mission know. field. I, they gave us problems. Of <laughs> they course. They shut us down a couple of times, but we kept but going. But you're still kicking. You're still back on. Oh, yeah. Still That's reaching good. people. That's awesome. All right, Mike. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell CK we said hi. And I'm sure we'll see you again very, very soon. Uh, because I, I love having you back on. I'll ask Julie, hey, can you bring on Mike Thompson to come back? So hopefully we'll see you back, Mike, um, very, very soon. And for you guys, um, Monday, oh, Monday, I'll be back on with Johnny Enlow. 
So Steve is gonna is visiting Johnny now. He'll be flying back. So I will be on with Johnny and Lo on Monday. You guys won't want to miss it. It's gonna be powerful. Have a blessed weekend. Love you so much. See you Monday. Bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.